0: one hello and welcome back to tech talks i'm victor matthews here with julie again and uh we had a bit of a week of vacation for thanksgiving that was pretty fun but we are back and uh there's more tech news as you would imagine
1: never does stop does it
0: uh it does not there's always something around the corner always the latest Controversy or new development or something like that as
1: So what is it this week?
0: Um well we over the time we've been gone, the Cybertruck was announced. Elon Musk had his reveal and it's supposed to be a giant bulletproof machine of beast it seems.
1: Did you see so I saw the picture of it, it looks pretty cool. In my opinion, I like that it's very much a change up from uh, traditional trucks, and I'm sure, knowing Elon and his intentions, that it the specs are really neat, and it is, of course, electronic, right? Fully electronic. Mm-hmm. I saw a headline today, though. Did you see that he crashed one of the Cyber trucks into a pylon or something? I did not. And I I didn't actually read the article, so I have no idea if it was intentional to like show how I have no idea. <laughs> I just saw the headline.
0: Yeah, uh there's been a lot of controversy over the Cybertruck as to, you know, its viability as a truck, uh, its looks, its aesthetics and um all sorts of different things. Um the probably the biggest uh a point that I hear that seems to be the most valid one that's not based off of, uh, of personal opinions. opinions yeah is the uh, the fact that right now there's only one other Tesla that does a lot of towing or can do towing really and that's the Model X and the Model X I believe has like a 400 mile range but it significantly decreases by like half
1: mm, when if, you are when towing. you
0: are towing and uh so, like if a similar thing happens with this truck and you have to refill your battery every 2 hours to if or you're every 200 uh, miles yeah, yeah like it was it would not be that great
1: that wouldn't be ideal especially um, if you were using it to pull like a camper or something
0: yeah that would ideal be the like what you would be doing with well that's what, such I mean, a heavy duty thing. Yeah. And uh and the fact that 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 point that one uh, well, it's very limited because of the amount of miles that it would go. We don't know if that's actually the case. We yet yeah, like but assuming based off of what, if it is. Yeah, and the trend of the last I don't one. see okay. what could have changed in battery technology or something to make that any better. I don't know if having a vehicle that's designed for towing would make it easier on the battery or not but Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty much the one thing that i've seen um outside of the towing capacity and all the specs for it it seems to be a little bit better than your average um truck your standard truck that you get like the ford f-150 but it's at a price point of Almost a, uh, of the the second tier of truck. There's like like the F, I think three fifty or something, F two fifty, board, hmm. but it has significantly less towing capacity than those. Um, so the price point versus the, um, versus the capacity doesn't exactly line up. It's a kind of in between two different markets and uh so that's another thing that i've heard uh is like i'm not a truck person so i i this is based off of just me looking at specs and pricing and from what i understand of value of trucks based off of just the numbers alone and that's that's what i, I outside of that looks pretty cool um i imagine that over time, uh the, as it is able to get cheaper, just like the Model X, it came out at a very high price point. But then now, by the Model 3, you can get like a Tesla that's about the same price as a regular car. And uh, it, as time went on, it became more price efficient. So I imagine this first time around, yeah, it's going to be expensive and probably not the best thing, around, but it, it's going to push the industry in that direction, I believe. Which is good overall, a net good.
1: Fair enough.
2: Uh, Oh, um.
0: Next up is this is kind of these are kind of just random uh, headlines that I've pulled from the past week, so there's no particular narrative thread through all of these. Uh, the next one hmm. is uh, Xbox uh, CEO, I think it was, uh, mentioned that the new Scarlet will not be uh, prioritized as a VR Is that system. the name
1: of the game? Oh, That's the name good.
0: of the new... Well, that's the name of the... Uh, Project Scarlet is the name that Xbox is giving to the creation of the new Xbox. They haven't officially announced a name for the new xbox but that's, that's the coming project out project name yeah that's the project name is project scarlet it's like their code name for the the new xbox hmm. and uh it's not going to be focused on vr he says because nobody's asking for it i don't know if i necessarily believe that especially microsoft is working on the HoloLens. Like it seems very contradictory to what the rest of Microsoft is even doing, even though Microsoft itself is not in VR, VR, AR technology is something that they're heavily looking into. What is
1: the HoloLens?
0: The HoloLens is an augmented reality headset, and it's essentially like a visor that you put on, and uh, and then it you it can augment the surroundings. With different displays and different whatever you want, you can program it to do all sorts of things. Hmm. Um, essentially, you know, like in video games, you have the heads-up display that shows your health and things like that. It's essentially like you could put one of those in real life. Like you can just put one of those on, and you have a heads-up display as to what you want to see. If you wanna, like, if you wanted to pin Skype on the wall, and you could just take it, pin it on the wall, and then look around, and Skype would be on the wall, almost like a TV, but it's not really there. It's augmented reality.
1: That I'm interested in that. That sounds.
0: Yeah, they have uh, prototypes going out to businesses, and um, it's something that they have been looking into quite a bit. There was uh, one gaming prototype that they set up with uh, uh, Minecraft, and it, it was like this table. Like you just look at a table, and it all becomes. And this isn't this isn't the same thing as the Minecraft phone app. It's very similar, though. But with the HoloLens, yeah, it was very similar to the uh, Minecraft phone app where you just had a table and you could
1: see your world. See your your world. world
0: Yeah, you just, like, the the table becomes the world. And then you can do. Almost like a
1: Lego display in front of you. Yeah,
0: essentially, like Legos for for Mm -hmm. you. And so it's really cool. And it's interesting that the Xbox is not leaning in that direction. More and more games are coming out. That use VR, um, some high quality games, and uh, I know right now it's very in it's uh, very much in its early development. But between uh, Valve creating high end VR systems like the Vive Index, and Facebook creating very consumer grade VR, Facebook
1: is creating VR.
0: Yeah, Facebook is the people that own Oculus.
1: I didn't know that.
0: And uh, Oculus has started off as an independent thing, then Facebook bought them years ago. Of
1: course they did.
0: <laughs> and, uh, but Why Facebook's would... priority is to make uh, it, uh, make VR accessible. Well, uh, and so they are trying to make a high-end headset but for a very cheap price. So right now you have the uh, Galaxy... Or, or not the, uh, the, the, Oculus the, the... Oculus Rift S. And they have it made so that you don't need any of the base stations. You don't need uh, a lot of cables. There's two cables that plug into your computer, and that's it. And then you have. So
1: the two cables that plug into the computer also plug into the headset that you wear? Yeah. And it's still just the headset you have to have your own headphones right but that uh, the can, headset like,
0: does come have built-in speakers but you can plug in your head and headphones
1: okay and so that's the oculus rift s yes and whereas what you were saying is the vive is quite a bit more almost twice as much
0: the Vi- uh, yeah well now the valve index i believe valve and
1: index? yeah
0: the valve index is the i think right now the highest end one the htc vive cosmos might be higher one of those, they're about on par to be the high end, but they're in the thousands, so while the Rift S is in $300 range.
1: In Vive is the company, V-I-V-E.
0: Uh, V-I-V-E. HTC Vive.
1: Okay, HTC is the company. HTC Vive is, their is building the of...
0: Vive, yeah. And then Valve decided, started building their own VR.
1: Valve, the video game company.
0: Yeah, Valve, the video game but company. But they're
1: separate from...
0: They're separate from the Vive.
1: Oh, for a second, I thought you were saying that the Valve one was an addition within the HTC. Like I thought we were only talking about two companies VR, but now we're talking about three. Now we're talking about about three. Oculus from Facebook. Yeah. Vive from HTC and Valve has whatever. Index. Index. And so, okay, so I know the Vive, we have that it has the little things that have to get stations. screwed into the wall and yeah. you have to, of course, have the floor space. And then those all have to be wired to the computer. Does the...
0: Those are just wired to uh, outlet, not to the computer.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know how all this works, <laughs> but... Um... It's,
0: yeah, it's it's a very complex system. But yeah, the, the, you have the base stations the vibe and similar in on the index it okay. also has base that was stations okay and uh the oculus is the first one to well not the first one but it is the first one to come out with a system that doesn't use the base stations that is good hmm. uh, from what i've heard people have like it, it's blown people out of the water how good that the tracking is because they they there's the technology that they use to do do this uh, tracking um seems to be a good combination of uh things so Fair enough. It, it it's working really well and but the biggest thing is um the the two bigger comp or the two other companies htc and valve are creating high-end equipment so those high refresh rate high um Pixel, uh, or or, um, what is it, screen resolution, very top-notch, like, uh, that requires the most high-end gaming systems in order to utilize all the features. Facebook is trying to get a system that is still high-end because there's no doubt VR requires a high-end system because you are literally taking what you would put on one screen on two screens because you have to have, for each eye, a projection.
1: So Valve is doing
0: No, No, everybody is doing it. Uh, That's okay. VR. That's just the natural fact of what VR is, is you have to reproduce your game twice over, which is takes a lot of processing power. So it's still a very high-end thing, but they're trying to make it as accessible as possible. So at a $300 or $400 price point, oh, $300 price point, versus a $1000 price point for the high end stuff. Yeah. Huh. The Oculus Rift fast. So it's there there's two different factions going on, two different things that they're doing. Um and it's a, it's a competitive market right now. And it's only going to get better at, because of the competition.
1: I I still you you know, but mm-hmm. I still get really uncomfortable kind of sick from using it and you could say it is motion sickness sort of Mm -hmm. and as a child i got motion sick and i had trouble with equalizing the pressure in my ears so i think that that is something that people will some people will be predispositioned to have that problem i get so hot and uncomfortable though especially having the big heavy thing on my head and then also, having my eyes have to focus on something so close, like that, that is probably a large part of what gives me a headache, too. Is like, because you, like, your brain is registering as if you're looking at these things far away, but your eyes are actually focused on something like right here. And that having to contract those, mu- the adduction muscles in your eyes and look so close, that gives me such a headache, too. In addition to like the movement where your vestibular system like you're it's not you're not really moving, but you are teleporting forward mm-hmm. and in the game you're moving and your peripherals has got all this visual stimuli going past you and yet your vestibular yeah. system is registering that you're still standing still. And, and it's very disconcerting.
0: Yeah. And a lot of that is Just thinking <laughs> A lot of it is uh, being fixed or helped out with, like, as technology gets better, when the screen uh, has higher resolution, uh, the focusing becomes less of a problem because it looks more natural, right? You're not, a lot of the, the focusing problem, yes, there's still some focusing when it comes to the, the eyes, but they've tried to alleviate that with mechanical fixes or um, with the uh, Oculus, they-, they do software fixes to make the screens go into the right place um so that if you have eyes at different like lengths from each other they that it will adjust to that and uh, then also when a higher resolution a lot of the issues that occur um with the eye straining is because they're tr- a lot of the textures and things like that can be blurry and having a higher resolution fixes that a lot
1: and along that same line i imagine ray tracing cuz it, for the brain, too, when you're mm-hmm. looking at these pictures, that I mean, the artists do a phenomenal job. There is such beautiful artwork in so many video games. But the reality is that oftentimes it's not exact to what reality is. And our brains are very accustomed to what real physics and like what real light mm-hmm. and shadows and how it all works. And so then when we see these video games, I think that also is part of like some video games. When you look at the pictures, like it's harder for the brain to process all that visual information, at least it seems like it to me. When you've shown me pictures of ray tracing, my eyes like are so much more relaxed looking at that picture than most video game pictures. It's just way too much to process. Like it's beautiful, the detail, but I'd rather look at like a Simpsons kind of cartoon-esque, picture most of the time than these ones that the artists are trying to make it look real but it's not quite real and it's just painful.
0: The um yeah, making it more realistic to trick the brain into feeling like it's there definitely helps out. The other thing that they do for movement is um with the teleporting cuz that helps a lot of people out as also the um narrowing the focus the, the focal view so when you're moving uh oftentimes if you're teleporting they'll have like a blur kind of situation to the peripherals and things like that to make it so that the information is uh, very narrow and that helps prevent motion sickness so there's a lot of technology that they're doing uh or, or things that they're learning about what's causing the motion sickness and alleviating it it doesn't do it for everybody some people are just naturally prone to it um some people have iron stomachs and can walk around with like without the teleport system they can just mm-hmm. let it move on its own and to me it feels like i am falling <laughs> at, at, like i've tried it uh where the the normal locomotion and if like you're just kind of gliding forward and i'm just like falling over in <laughs> in the in the room but it's
1: your vis visual and vestibular systems are so closely linked yeah. that this whole VR thing and it's it's like that illusion where if you're standing in front of a wall that has all vertical lines and like you stand on one foot and then someone like swings the wall or the thing in front of you, like your vestibular system immediately tells your body like you reflexively move because you think that you're falling, but that's just because the visual system is is telling your body to move it. It's just, they're so closely linked. I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses and how they go. I'm not entirely sure that the blurring, the peripherals, like, I think it can be helpful, but I also, like, I remember that feeling of, like, when you are teleporting in VR, and it's just the speed at which all this stuff just whooshes and then stops and then whooshes and then stops, and it keeps doing that. That whole visual acceleration and then stop, acceleration and then stop, with zero actual vestibular movement. That is very, very problematic. I I don't know if as much.
2: uh,
0: From what I've noticed myself, that uh, that blurring or even darkening
1: darkening i could see helpful
0: um, both of them have been more helpful than just not letting it do anything the other thing is well yes is,
1: more than nothing but i think darkening thing is more straight than blurring
0: cuts transitions those are the the other way it, yes, they do yes it i think
1: that could be good i think that would be i would like that better yeah i think that if yeah it just blinks basically from here to there you yeah. blink lo- mo- i think of most
0: of the teleport systems work that way is just blinking Um, There's one game that I know they they actually do kind of a slow where you actually shoot like a ball out and then where that ball lands, you actually see like a a window and then you can choose how fast you enter that window. And I thought that was actually really cool. You know
1: what that sounds like? I was like, I feel like I've seen this and then I realized in Minecraft when you throw the ender eyes and it's like a ball and then you
0: uh it's it, so
1: it's not quite the same the but... visual
0: is more of um like portal when you shoot the the gun and then a portal okay. opens up it's very much like that but the portal opens up in your hand and you can just kind of like bring oh. it to you and then like then you transition there but beforehand it's in your hand and you can just like kind of look around and like see That you.
1: sounds cool. What is that in?
0: Uh, it's called a. it's a game called Budget Cuts.
1: Oh oh i thought i'd played that one. you did play it i didn't remember the ball (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh anyways back to the the subject at hand microsoft the xbox um ceo says that new xbox is not going to (laughs) be focused on vr and as you can see there's a lot of things happening in the vr world that makes it kind of baffling that they're not interested in it especially since playstation vr playstation is involved in vr and that's their biggest competition. And uh, it's just kind I, of weird. I don't know.
1: I don't know that it's that surprising or weird because if there, I mean, there's already, you've said three VR options out there. And now PlayStation's also getting into it. So there's Well, PlayStation four major, has been in it. Okay, four major competitors. And they would have to invest a lot of money and they feel but like no But the three no competitors
0: aren't even on the pla- Xbox platform. They're on PC. And then PlayStation, has, uh, PlayStation and Xbox go head-to-head with each other, but if one of them starts getting VR games and the other one does not,
1: sure, that's, I... a,
0: that's a loss of market right there.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I, I think that their HoloLens thing, that sounds really neat. And that's it,
0: also Microsoft, but not Xbox. But,
1: but my, Or Xbox is owned by Microsoft. Yeah, but there, as it's they said. PC?
0: That, yeah, that's all PC. Xbox CEO says that Project Scarlet is not focusing on VR. Maybe. And the, he didn't necessarily say AR speci- uh, is something that they're focusing on. Or he didn't say AR is something that they're not focusing on, but he didn't reaffirm that it is either
1: maybe xbox just needs to work on their gaming console i mean i haven't used an xbox in years but i remember <laughs> the red ring of death and other errors they had in just the basic console maybe they are being wise and not biting off more than they can handle at this.
0: Point. it's possible and i i've thought of when they they invested so much money in the connect that yeah. technology and it, it kind of bit them in the ass
1: i thought that was kind of fun though I it did was a rafting game with the connect that i enjoyed a the, lot the
0: technology of that was fantastic but the the it didn't have really much outside of just cool tech right like there was no practical uses in it for video games now for other things like military there was very much a lot of use for the tech of the tracking. Like they, they, you could track people's stances and things like that and you could s- create simulations for them and you didn't need to have all this tracking software on them like the Vive has the base stations. You had one thing that could track their entire skeletal structure. It was actually very fantastic of a technology, but when it comes to the gaming practice... What I'm thinking though is this is my theory in the future, especially with uh, Facebook heading the, off the area of making Vive accessible or VR accessible. You, uh, once it becomes essentially like a monitor, an extra monitor that you can have for your computer, uh, like a, a headset, but instead, like you can just, you know, monitors are two, $300 a vive or uh, htc vive is also two three hundred dollars and or not uh the, not the Vive the oculus is two three hundred dollars and eventually computers that are able to do vr will also be four or five hundred bucks instead of a thousand dollars that they are now so it will eventually become come to a point where you might just have a regular gaming pc and an extra headset for when you want VR, and you would, it would just be like the cost of an additional monitor. And At that point, I think it would become a very staple of gaming rigs,
2: even. I'm really intrigued by the AR. No, I... Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know, just...
0: AR looks really cool. So far, there's been no consumer-grade demos really for it and that's that's the only thing that's holding it back is right now it's on in beta phases some people are testing it out if you have a lot of money just pay for dev dev kits once it becomes starts becoming a consumer grade thing then we'll see uh how what what happens from there and i think that'll be less gaming i think that will actually be more production um that will be a lot more engineering a lot more uh just business oriented than it would be gaming oriented.
1: yeah i just wish that there was a way that it could be accessible like if if you could just make your environment dark like turn off your living room lights and have on your little ar headset and it somehow could mask the stuff that's actually around you and like create a a completely VR type of world just in a farther scope than right in front of your eyes. I just, the thought of like VR is giving me an uncomfortable head feeling. It's not a headache yet, but it's just, I'm ready for the next topic.
0: Okay. Um. Next thing is Outlook uh, is, uh, i got to remember.
2: So this is Microsoft Outlook? Yeah. I don't remember what Outlook does for them.
0: Progressive web app. Outlook is their webmail service.
2: Oh, Microsoft's. like an email?
0: It's like an email, um, but it also is just like an email file system. Uh, so, Google, Gmail is is usually an email, and you usually just use, it gives you a Gmail account to use it. Um, Outlook, you don't necessarily need a Gmail account or an Outlook account to use it. You could just fill. You could just have a bunch of emails that you already own, like a Gmail or an Outlook. Yeah, Hotmail. And then you could use it, and you could use this as an interface to access all of them. Huh. Okay. And, uh, but anyways, it is become, they're turning into what is called a progressive web app, which essentially is um, a hybrid between installing it on your computer and having it be a web-based application where you go onto the Chrome or your browser and you go to Outlook.com.
1: So by hybrid, you mean it's accessible both ways, not that you need to have internet access and download it.
0: Yeah, so it's, um, I mean, since it's a mail server, you would need internet access. But instead of having to go to Outlook.com, like opening your browser there, you could essentially, it's almost like pinning the tab to your computer. But there's say, there's a program ish like there's part of the program is saved to your computer so that you can open it up. And whatever has been synced to your computer is there already if you're not on the internet. And if you and then if you are on the internet, you get the full functionality of going to Outlook.com, but it is an application on your computer without having to install the full application.
1: Okay, that's fair enough.
0: It's interesting, and uh, it seems like Microsoft might be doing this for a lot of its... It, it seems to be that they're redoing their Microsoft office product system to be more mobile and uh uh, this goes back to the um android microsoft phone that's coming out the surface duo i believe it was called that's coming out next year which the folding phone that microsoft uh, announced and uh it's like having apps that Integrate with each other between different platforms. It seems to be what Microsoft is wanting to do. Uh,
2: next topic.
0: Oh, this was fun. Then we can end it off on this one. Uh, so over Thanksgiving, we there was uh we talked about this before, where uh, we some people would mention that phones they believed the microphones were listening through their phone. Oh. And uh, then would give them an ad based off of what the microphone heard, even though the phone was like, uh, on, like locked on their lock screen or something like that. And I was very skeptical of whether that was actually happening or whether people just kind of thought that was happening or, uh, based off of conjecture or like um, or maybe they somebody in the household searched for something and because it's in within the same ip group that it might have been sending the same ads through the same to the same ip group but then we went to your family for thanksgiving and there was a tv going And there were a bunch of ads for Tylenol. We don't have TV at our house, and I was not connected to their Wi-Fi at all because this was a whole like I've never been to this house before, and we only have streaming services like Netflix, so we don't see Tylenol ads ever. And so after that, though, or during this this dinner. We, I, I, or event, I guess it wasn't during the dinner part, but I ended up on Facebook and sure enough, I had Tylenol ads on my Facebook, on my phone, even though I was not connected to their internet. And the only thing that happened was the TV had Tylenol ads.
1: So you suspect that because your phone heard Tylenol and it was like transcribing, and then like using keywords for ads you think that it was giving you yeah. ads based on your mic
0: and this was only the facebook app that i saw any ads for tylenol that none of the other services mm. had it so then i went to look at my facebook app permissions and the facebook app did have microphone permissions turned on
1: why would your facebook app even mean like
0: well you can do videos like snapchat on
1: facebook
0: okay I didn't... uh snapchat well, I or instagram like, um, voice to text it, in the that's for your keyboard that doesn't that's not facebook
1: keyboard so facebook doesn't have their own keyboard that they would need the access
0: no you it, we the way android works is you have an android keyboard that you use oh and I know that. yeah it's a it's a separate app that you're using when you type
1: I had no idea. And That makes sense why it's basically uniform. Yeah, I've gotten so I basically know how to use it. I still am <laughs> not sure where the emojis are. It takes me a few minutes, but I, I'm getting there. I can usually get pictures up within a minute or two.
0: Yeah, and so the, the Facebook app, and I saw that the Facebook microphone was uh, allowed, which I don't know when I ever uh, gave it permissions, but I guess I must have because as far as I know, Uh, An app cannot just turn on permissions on its own. Hmm. So
1: now you're a suspect. Now I'm suspect, but because especially
0: after I turned it off the microphone permissions, then the apps didn't show up anymore.
1: Wonder what ads I have. I never like. I don't use Facebook very more. I do have to have the
0: app too. Do you have the app? I did recently
1: download the Facebook app again. I um. I told my one. (laughs) sensory group i wanted a t-shirt and they're communicating through facebook so i was like i need the app so i can get it where are the apps
0: you just scroll and eventually you'll run into an ad like that elizabeth warren
1: apparently i have an ad for elizabeth warren
0: but i that i am now on the uh the belief side that it is not just looking through your searches it is actually uh using (laughs)
1: Tesla <laughs> I've got Warren Yang Tesla what other sorry okay we don't this is a Yeah
0: and this is also probably cuz you're connected to my internet here But screen so, cult. Oh uh, um so yeah they, I I have a firm belief that it's not just based off your IP especially when, when it comes to Facebook this is the only one that app I have any kind of evidence for was
1: well, now that you say that Clean Colts, that is an interesting ad for them to give me because I never buy cleaning supplies online. And I guess everyone needs cleaning supplies, so it could be coincidental. But I do talk about cleaning because I do <laughs> obviously clean our house. A lot. How do you turn off your mic or how do you even check for that in the Facebook app?
0: So you will go to your... Settings? Yeah. If you hold over Facebook, you oh, go so to App you Info.
1: Oh, the icon. Tap and I then Permissions.
2: Play. And microphone, Mic- and oh, you have it denied. I
1: have denied it, so it is coincidental. As
0: okay. far as we know, yeah, but that's that's uh, that's my um a- anecdotal evidence. <laughs> it's not exactly st- statistics, but no. that was very conclusive to me.
1: Well, I wouldn't say conclusive. It was
0: pretty conclusive to me. Like there was, I was not connected to their internet. Yeah, but still, coincidences
1: happen. Th- Everyone can use painkiller from time to time. I've so it's never one searched painkiller. Yeah, but even if you don't search it, Tylenol is one of those companies that they're like. I've never had 18? a Tylenol
0: ad ever before on Facebook.
1: Incidentally, the first time. It's anyways. Yeah,
0: you're you're. I I think that's if it more, happened
1: three times. Yes, that's then it's that, a pattern. that's
0: a theory. Like in general, especially when it comes to. So. But that's not. I've never had a Tylenol ad before, ever, on Facebook.
1: I don't pay attention to the ads, <laughs> so I have no idea.
0: I, I know what ads I get, sir. They're often Newegg ads.
1: Newegg, what's that?
0: That's computer uh, sales, uh, like computer parts. Amazon ah. ad, um, Amazon ads. Politech ads,
1: (laughs) Amazon ads, because they need ads.
0: Never have I had a medicine ad. I don't search for medicine. I've never really even. I might have like an aspirin every few months. I don't. There's nothing that would require medicine ads.
1: And that's it for the tech news.
0: Also, um, sorry, I know that was going to be the last thing, but this is also a Thanksgiving thing. Oh yeah. Um, eight hundred thousand switches sold over Thanksgiving that's a lot uh, over the Thanksgiving the weekend between Black Friday and Cyber Monday Wow that so that that system is selling like hotcakes and this is two years into its life cycle
1: I know both I have two nephews my two oldest nephews are both getting one for they're each getting one for Christmas
0: so um, that's all for Tech Talks. This week mm-hmm. we will see you next week. Yes, yes. Switch is a great system. If is. anybody is wondering whether they need a console for their kids, especially,
1: but I have a thing about that. What? Okay. So on my Switch, when you're holding it in your hands, the power button is like right up at the top, and I like you push it with your left hand. But the thing about that is, be careful because the several times when I've it apparently I've had it now for a year and uh thought six months I got it in July yeah so a year and six months that I've had it and for the past few months it was like a month after we'd had it for a year a month out of warranty I started having this problem where my left my blue slider it doesn't always stay firmly locked in and I realized the reason for that is because when I hold the switch I'll go to push on the power button but to stabilize my hand push on the power button I'm just gripping the left joy-con and so then I'm putting pressure on the part that latches that joy-con to the console itself and I basically destroyed the connection thing it seems like so now I have to be careful because sometimes when I'm playing now that left one just slides up for no good reason but so when you turn your power on your Nintendo Switch, if you get one, or if you have a child or know someone, recommend that they stabilize it on the main console when they push yeah. the power button.
0: They also have a newer model. I don't know if they that's been fixed at all. Oh, but Oh. I would uh, hope
1: so. Cause um,
0: so but yeah. yeah, there probably is minor improvements and things. The newer mo- console also has better battery. That's the mm-hmm. main uh, difference. But that is all for Tech Noc- Talks again. <laughs> uh, This time is
1: really the end.
0: Have a great one, guys. We will see you next next week.
2: All right.